0: Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. Grab your journal. You are watching a master at work. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey y'all, welcome to the Christian Bay and podcast or Christ and Culture Connects. I pray that you guys are having a wonderful day. As you guys see from the title, today we're talking about there's nothing else to say. And we're coming from the book of Mark chapter 16, verses 3 through 4. So grab your journals. I just want to start off this episode by saying whoever this word is for, God loves you very much, Okay. Very, very much, and I and I and I'm gonna just start off by giving you the answer. There's nothing else to say. Just go silent. Matter of fact, go mute. God does not want you to respond to explain. He doesn't want you to say anything else. There's nothing else to say. Be silent. I had to hurry up and get that out the way because I have had a day and baby God wasn't trying to hear none of that. You going to record this podcast, okay? I am sitting here in pain and if you're a woman, you know what type of pain I'm talking about. It is day 1, okay? Like <laughs> I am struggling over here and I was just like, God, I'm going to just record the podcast tomorrow. If you want me to record the podcast today, you got to show me a sign because I am not moving from this bed. And then let's, can I just start off by telling y'all how my day started? First of all, I got woken up early because they're doing work outside my building. So they were like bamming all morning. Actually, I recorded it and sent it to my friend and I was like, the bae's going to be like, where your podcast today? I'm going to just let y'all hear what I said. Let me let y'all hear. Is gonna be in my dm like where today's podcast baby i'm fighting for my life <laughs> <laughs> literally y'all i cannot make that i sent that voice message to my friend because i'm just like y'all already know day one it's just like you tired you fatigue everything is hurting and then y'all bam i can't even sleep i can't even get out of bed everything's sore like <laughs> I'm fighting for my life. And then once I finally got out of bed, I got some tea. I'm like, I'm going to record this podcast episode. They bammed all morning. All morning, they were bamming outside. All morning, they were making that noise outside. So I'm just like, how am I going to record my podcast if y'all are bamming on my walls all day? So I didn't think I was recording this podcast today. So as I was still doing my quiet time, I watched the sermon. I'm listening to worship. I was literally walking around my house praying. And I said, God, I feel like taking a rest day because honestly, I just want to lay down. Like, that's all I want to do today. But if you want me to record this podcast Show me a sign and I'll push through the pain and record. Y'all, I got a notification from Spotify talking about record now. (laughs) I cannot make this up. I got a notification from Spotify saying record now. So here I am recording now because God is just so funny. So if you're a loyal babe that listens to the podcast every Monday, y'all know I like it to be out before 12. This one is going out super late and that is why, but let's get into it. So starting with the scripture we're coming from the book of mark chapter 16 verses 3 through 4 and you guys know i have been reading every chapter in the book of mark i started in matthew in like april i think and then i read the whole book and then i just continued to mark and now i'm making my way to luke so we're going to be focusing on mark chapter 16 verse 3 through 4 but i'm gonna start at mark chapter 16 verse 1 and it says when the sabbath was over mary magdalene Mary the mother of james and solomon brought spices so that they might go to anoint Jesus' body. Very early on the first day of the week, just after sunrise, they were on their way to the tomb and they asked each other who will roll the stone away from the entrance of the tomb. Verse four, but when they looked up, they saw that the stone, which was very large, had been rolled away. Now, when you continue to read, it says as they entered the tomb, they saw a young man dressed in a white robe sitting on the right side and they were alarmed. He told them, don't be afraid and told them about Jesus. Right. But what I want you guys to focus on is the fact that when they were on their way, it says they were asking each other who will rolled the stone away from the entrance of the tomb. Verse four says, but when they looked up, they saw that the stone, which was very large had been rolled away. And what God showed me is a lot of times we go through life trying to figure out who is gonna roll the stone away from the tomb? We go through life trying to figure out how is this problem gonna be solved? How am I gonna fix this situation? How am I gonna pay this bill? How am I gonna make it through this season? How am I gonna get over this health issue? Who will roll the stone away from the entrance of the tomb? And am I gonna do it or are you gonna do it? Is somebody from my job gonna do it? Is my boyfriend gonna do it? Is my, gonna it? Is my mom gonna do it? Who's gonna be the one to solve this problem? And we are, we're discussing it with other people sometimes, trying to figure out the solution to problems, not knowing that when we get to verse four and when we get in the face of the problem, it says, but when they looked up, when you finally look up and stop trying to solve the problem yourself, when you finally look up and stop trying to lean on your own understanding, when you finally look up to God and stop trying to figure it out on your own and solve this problem or feel like you have the knowledge or the wisdom to think of a solution for a problem that you didn't even create or you couldn't even create on your own if you wanted to, when you finally look up It says they saw that the stone, which was very large because I don't want to, I don't want to seem like I'm dismissing your feelings or minimizing what you're going through because I completely understand. I'm just like you. There are seasons and there's times where it's just like, if I'm presented with a problem, of course, I feel like I need to solve that problem. If I'm presented with a big stone in my life, I need to figure out how to move this thing. Oftentimes our first mindset is, or our first thought is, how am I going to move this stone? Who will roll this stone? away as they walked to the tomb where Jesus was they already begin to discuss how the problem was going to be solved but verse 4 says when they looked up they saw that the stone which was very large had been rolled away so my question for you today is what stone could you be discussing and trying to figure out how to move that God has already moved because an important thing to take away from this is Again, we talked about this in a previous episode. We don't know how long they had to walk to the tomb. So I would assume that they walked worrying the whole time. The whole time they walked, they talked about who is going to move this stone away. And then remember, there are two women. So who knows how big this tomb, this stone is? Who knows how heavy this stone is? Will we be able or strong enough to even move this stone? These are all the thoughts that they're thinking as they're walking to the tomb where Jesus was laid. And it says in verse four, when they looked up, I assume they didn't look up until they arrived. And it says, when they looked up, they saw that the stone, which was very large, had been rolled away. So could it be that God, asks us to walk into situations that have very large stones and very large problems and very large shoes to fill and very large issues that we don't know how we're going to solve. Could God call us to walk up to these stones and just trust that he's going to have it moved. See, this is what we have to train our mind to think when we're in the face of adversity or trials and tribulations, because as we walk, we worry as we walk, we wonder, As we walk, we try to make a way, but verse four says, when they looked up, when they finally arrived there, there was no stone to be removed. So was it a waste of conversation? Y'all talked about that the whole way here. Probably was strategizing, probably was saying, girl, you push from the left and I'm going to push from behind. And, you know, I I don't know if they had nails on, but I would have been thinking, girl, I ain't trying to break my French tip. So we might have to wait till one of my sons is ready because (laughs) it's only but so much I can do. Okay, I want to help. But baby, these tips ain't free. So I don't know. I know that's what my conversation would have been like on the way to the tomb. But it was unnecessary because when they arrived there, when they looked up, it says they saw that the tomb, which is very large. And I love that the Bible included that it was very large. This wasn't a small thing. This was very large, had been rolled away. And I know you're probably wondering, okay, well, how does all of this tie into there's nothing else to say? And it ties in because a lot of times we're speaking about issues that don't exist we're speaking about issues that God has already handled. We're speaking about stones that are no longer there. We're speaking about troubles and stumbling blocks and roads that we have to cross that God is like, I already handled that. Why are you, why are you wasting your time worrying about that? Why are you wasting your words on that? You're speaking on something that has already been solved. You're speaking on a problem that has already been taken care of. So why are you wasting your words on that? It would be better if you were silent and just trusted that I went ahead of you so we have to understand that a lot of times God calls for us to be silent because he knows what we don't know so I don't know what your stone is and I don't know what problem you're worried about while you're walking towards it and you're trying to make a way and you're wondering how it's going to get done but I know that God is saying today when it comes to that stone I need you to go silent Because I've already solved it. I've already handled it. So don't even talk about it anymore. Because a lot of times that's how the enemy tricks us into robbing us out of our promise because we talk our way into stuff. Life or death is in the power of the tongue. Watch what you're saying, watch your words, watch what you're talking about. So if you don't know how the stone will be removed, and you don't know how the weight is going to be made, and you don't know how the problem is going to be solved, I would challenge you today to just go mute about it. Just go mute and pray for a miracle. God, I don't understand this. I can't think of a situation or a solution. So I'm just going to be silent and I'm just going to trust that you can make a way out of nowhere. I don't have any good words to say, or I don't have any words to say if I feel like it can't be done. So I'm just going to go mute because I don't want to speak against what you're doing. I don't want to speak against what you've said. I don't want to speak against my problem. So I don't understand how this stone is going to be removed. So I'm just going to go silent and I'm just going to stand on your word even when I don't understand how it's going to be moved, I'm going to stand silently and trust what you said and not in this stone that I see. God began to download this word into me on Saturday when I started watching Queen Charlotte on Netflix and I would highly recommend you guys to watch it. Um, There was a lot of different revelation that God gave me watching that show, the importance of a woman, the role of a wife, but this specific revelation ties into today in regards to being silent. So on the show Queen Charlotte It's talking about, you know, a king and a queen and there were some issues in their marriage. I don't want to give the show away, but there were some issues in their marriage and they were actually separated, like living in two different houses. So while they were living in two different houses, the queen really didn't like that. And every day she was sad about it. Every day she had an issue with the fact that they weren't together. So the queen has an assistant, a right-hand man, and then the king has an assistant, his right-hand man. And the two assistants would meet up every morning to discuss, you know, matters of the king and the queen. And the queen was sad and the queen was in her feelings about, you know, her king not being here and other issues that they were having. And her assistant would just stand there and... You know, observe her every day and see that she was sad and see that she was depressed and see that she wanted the king there. He wouldn't say anything because he works for her, but he was just observing how she was. So then when her assistant would go meet with his assistant, her assistant would be like, you need to get him over here and he needs to do something for her and he needs to send her a nice gesture or he needs to do this. He need to do more like her assistant was going to war for her every time he met up with the king's assistant. But the thing is, her assistant wasn't telling her that he was doing this. Her assistant was just watching her and seeing how it was worrying her and seeing how it was making her depressed and it was making him upset. So he was going to the king's assistant, like, what is going on? Like, you know, she's sad. And what God showed me is a lot of times When we enter those silent seasons, or we feel like I don't have any more words in me to say, or this is a situation where I can't change, because no matter how sad she was or how depressed she was, the king still was not there. So, this is a situation that she could not change. There was nothing that she could do about it, and she would be sad and she would write letters. He wasn't responding back to the letters, and it just seems like A hopeless situation because nothing I'm doing is working. So I just give up. Like I'm done talking about it. I'm done venting about it. I'm done crying about it. But little did she know her assistant was speaking on her behalf. Her assistant was doing things behind the scenes that she did not even know. And what God said to me is this is what happens all the time not just sometimes all the time when we enter those seasons where it feels like we don't see anything moving or we don't hear anything changing and it seems like our prayers are going unheard and it seems like God isn't noticing that I'm crying myself to sleep at night God isn't noticing the temper tantrums I'm throwing God isn't noticing that I'm trying to solve this problem I'm sending him letters he's not writing back God it seems like everything that I'm doing is not working so am I just wasting my time God says you don't even know that the assistant is working on your behalf behind the scene so sometimes it's important to stay silent but not lose faith because there's things that's working behind the scenes that you couldn't even imagine you wouldn't even know you can't even think of and what I loved about it is that but there was a separate process that the king had to go through. And see, a lot of times when we don't get our prayers answered or when we wa- what we want isn't happening quick enough, we think is God isn't answering my prayers or he's overlooking me or what I want doesn't matter. But you don't know the behind the scenes. You don't know who's fighting for you and who's speaking on your behalf. And you don't know the process that the other part of the promise has to go through. You don't know. So a lot of times we have to remember to trust Even when we don't see a change and to also make sure we're not speaking against what it is that we're praying for. Eventually, the queen stopped speaking about it and stopped throwing temper tantrums. And a lot of times that's the best posture to take because you're throwing the temper tantrums or you're speaking about it and you're getting frustrated, but you're wasting your energy because you don't even know that God is still moving. A lot of times the enemy wants us to tire ourselves out by trying to solve it and fix it on our own. And then he understands that if we keep trying and if we keep talking about it, eventually we're going to get frustrated and start speaking against it. And that's what he wants. So God showed me with this show, when you're silent, understand I'm still moving. And there will be some situations to where there's nothing you can do about it. And in those situations where there's nothing you can do about it, make sure your words don't begin to work against you. Understand that God knows how to use people that you least expect. When we look at Mark chapter 16 and verse 4, it says that as they entered, it was a young man dressed in a white robe. Who is this? What's the name of the young man? We don't know. Where did the young man come from? We don't know. When did he get there? We don't know. Just like the queen did not know her assistant was going to meet with the king assistant and telling him this needs to be done. That needs to be done. Coming up with different ideas and stuff to make her feel better, to make her process better. She didn't know any of this. So God said, understanding those seasons where it seems like this stone is very large and it's too big for you to handle. And there's nothing you can do. I want you to silently slay that season silently slay it. And what that means is to rest confidently in who God is, not just in what you see. And that means I can't do anything about it And I understand that if I begin to talk about it, I might talk against it out of frustration of what I can't do. So I'm just going to go silent. I'm just going to have silent faith. I'm just going to have silent confidence. I'm not going to do, I can't do nothing about it. So I'm not going to talk about it. Because if I begin to talk about it, I might get mad that I can't do nothing about it. So you know what? I'm just going to release it as a whole. And there's nothing else for me to say about it. It's completely in God's control. So today's seed is the silent sleigh seed. And you can sow that to dollar sign at Christian Bay or PayPal, Zelda, Christian Bay at gmail.com, a silent sleigh. Because there's nothing else I can do and there's nothing else I can say, but there's everything that I can do with faith. And I can stand here confidently without seeing any change, without hearing any change, without thinking of how it's going to change and how it's going to happen. I can still stand here with faith and say, God will make a way. So I choose to stand with a silent slave. And you can sell that to dollar sign at Christian Bay or to Christian Bay at gmail.com. Let's pray. Father God, first and foremost, thank you for waking us up and blessing us with another day. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to be on this podcast. Thank you for giving me the strength (laughs) to record this podcast, Father God. I thank you for giving us the confidence to rest in the seasons where there's nothing else that we can do about it. It's nothing else that we can do. There's nothing else that we can say, but we are still faith-filled, Father God. I thank you for giving us the posture to remain faithful and to remain confident and what you said, even when the stone is too large for us to move. Even when the stone is too large for us to understand. Even when the stone is too large for us to speak to, Father God, that we can quietly and confidently stand and still believe what you said, Father God, because we understand that you move in ways that we could never think of. So we thank you for the things that you're doing that we couldn't even imagine. We thank you for the things that you're doing that we don't see. We thank you for the things that you doing that we couldn't even plan out if we had the knowledge to think on your level father god we thank you for the secret ways that you are making for us for the things that you do when our eyes are closed and we're sleeping at night for the things that you do when it seems like nothing is being done father god we thank you for that and we thank you for us remaining confident in the seasons where we're out of words and we're out of ways but we're filled with faith. Father God, we thank you so much. And today we sow the silent sleigh seed, Father God. And we sow that because we believe that even in the seasons where we're all out of options and we don't have anything else to do and anything else to say, we still have faith to believe another day, Father God. We love you and we'll forever praise your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the Christian Bay TV and podcast. I love you guys so much and I'll talk to you on the next episode. Bye.